from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, meet another candidate who has announced their intention to run for the 2024 council election. Susan Dunn declared recently she will run again for Division 4. Hear why Susan ran in 2020 and what residents were saying then and now. It's Saturday, October 7, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. The next local government election is March 16, 2024. In 2020, Rosewood resident Susan Dunn put her hand up for election but was unsuccessful. Not to be deterred, Susan has declared her intention to run again in 2024. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Susan Dunn. Thanks, Alan. Tell us firstly, why did you run in 2020? Uh, running in 2020, um, well, as you may know, I did put my hand up uh, a little late. Uh, I had been involved with the community reference groups and the um, transparent governments, and I just found that work and shaping policy for the new council when it was uh, the elected council was coming in. I just found it that really exciting, and just telling a lot of friends about it, they said, "Oh, do you'd make a good councillor? Why don't you run?" So in the end, I, I sort of. Uh, I'm denied a bit, but then uh, when the nominations opened, I thought, well, if I don't run now, I'm going to regret it. So I just jumped in. After the 2020 election on Facebook, you congratulated the successful candidates who were Kate Kunzelman and Russell Milligan, and you said they would make a great team in Div 4. You also said to all in Ipswich, now you have an elected council accountable to you. It's now our job to make sure they remain accountable always. You also added... We must never be lulled lulled to sleep and become disinterested in what our council does in our name. Have Kate and Russell made a great team? I think they've done quite well together. I mean, it was it was very it was brand new for everyone, so it was a clean slate. I think they have done pretty well with um, just you know basically starting from scratch. Uh, I wouldn't bag them out too much. That's not fair. And um, the the post that you read out of mine back then that was that was it for me. I, I, I thought it was pretty unfair to to stay on the entire four years and, and just bag out everything that they did or nitpick or whatever. I think it's um, a bit more fair to give them a go and 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 let them have a, a fair shot at the job. And yeah, I think I think they've done an okay job. So why then do you want to challenge them at uh, this election coming up in March? Because I can do it a little bit differently, and hopefully that is a little bit better. Um, I've got a couple of sort of different different priorities, some things that I I would like to focus on if um, given the chance to work for the Division Four. Well, along that line of thinking, you're obviously out doing a bit of door knocking here and there and talking to a lot of people. Have residents' concerns and feedback changed in that four years? What were they saying to you in 2020, and what are they saying to you now? 2020, it was uh, more about they wanted a council. There was no council at all, and I think that frustrated a few people. Some people did say that it was a little better because 
you know, they didn't have to, um, they just went straight to council so, and that suited a lot of people. Um, now, uh, people people are quite concerned about the amount being spent on the mall. That That is a, a big concern and, and worried that it's at the expense of a lot of other services that council should be providing. People are also worried about uh, the pace of the flood recovery. It's a lot, seems a lot slower to them than uh, after the last major flood. We seem to bounce back a lot more with uh, services and uh, public space. Anything specific they've identified? Well, I think yeah, your listeners are probably familiar with the River Heart um, action. And yeah, it's River Heart. That's a real jewel in the um, in the crown of the CBD and it's just it's still languishing mm. we've got colleges crossing in division four that's that's still you know, partly used but it's not not to its full potential did you agree with uh, what the the council decided on the way forward for colleges you know not not build back the Taj Mahal like it was but something a little more practical do you agree with the with the plans to an extent uh, it should be practical and we know that that area is going to flood not uh, not due to flooding events, more so than uh, letting water out of the dams because it's in a tricky spot there. But, I mean, there should be a way of making it more resilient so that, yeah, pick it up and uh, and rebuild so that people have got something to enjoy out there. Um, it's People enjoy things like that for so many more days and years than a flood event. A flood event will knock it out for quite a few months, but there's months and months and years of enjoyment that people get out of those kind of facilities. Alternative view to that, Susan, would be the fact that there were millions spent on it uh, with two successive floods, got washed away. Do we want to do that a third time? Maybe not the the total amount spent, but I think there's a smarter way to spend money. Money's going to be spent on it anyway with maintenance. You know, there's always going to be um, you know, upgrades or uh, you know, just general maintenance in, in facilities like that. So there's always going to be money spent on it. But yeah, it's got to be a smart way of spending the money. There's got to be a good balance between enjoying facilities and uh, and maintaining them. You've mentioned the concerns expressed about uh, the cost of the uh, CBD redevelopment of the council-owned commercial property there in particular. Should you be successful in 2024, what would be your top five priorities? Right. Um, well, I like to continue the focus. Um, I, I think that's something that Kate Kunzelman has been doing really well is uh, self-reliant communities, building up that resilience in community groups, uh, having people being able to look after themselves, not waiting for people to, to come and um come in and, and do everything for them. So I'm a, uh, a Red Cross Emergency Services volunteer and that's one of the things that is part of our training. You know, people have been maybe affected by a, a something really traumatic, but just a little thing and saying, well, here you go, here, here's how you make a cup of tea, here's where you do it, and just that little step to get yourself going. Same with the community groups. I'm going to build up lots of capacity in community groups to, to help each other and help themselves. Um, well, there's, there's, there's a couple. Uh, what other priorities would you be looking at? I'd really like to f- focus better on the services that council should be providing. We need, it as soon as possible, to clear up 
the the spending in the mall, and I think that's holding back spending on roads. Uh, I know in my area we've finally got a decent road uh, around Walloon because that was a terrible road. We had people having major damage to their cars, and it's finally been fixed. But there's I mean, that's a, a core business of council. Mm. Are you talking about the section roads. there between Walloon Township and uh, Carabin? And Carabin, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I drove over that today. I think that's actually a state government road. It is a state road, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, but if, yeah, you drive down a couple of side streets like Albert Street and Rosewood, it's it's a bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> so potholes are in your sights? Yes, just crumbling roads more than potholes. Mm. It's it's a one massive pothole. Okay, so it's the CBD commercial property uh, roads. Uh, what else? You got another two shots? Um, well, they're pretty big ones. They are big ones. <laughs> um, well, I, I would like to uh, focus on the rural areas and representing them. So I think it's the. They're a little bit different to a uh, normal suburb in in Ipswich. The the rural areas, standalone towns. So we've got you know Walloon and um, Walloon, Faguna, Rosewood, Pine Mountain, Marburg. They're mm. standalone towns as they are. So they're just a little bit big, different than a, a normal suburb. So you've been in Rosewood a while. Uh, so you you were living there under the previous ten divisions. Yes. How how is it working? Uh, for residents with the re- with the rural area of Ipswich basically split in two uh, in terms of divisions. But there's actually four councillors representing that same area now. Is that not working? Uh, a lot of people are not that happy with it. Um, if you just break it down to Division 4, mm. I'll leave Division 1 aside, but um, Division 4 people, it's... Uh, and, and I think everyone is struggling with the two councillors. There's an expectation that both councillors are going to be at every event or yes, I've um, heard that mentioned issue. a lot of times. Mm. Yeah, mm. so and it's it's a big area. It's basically a state um, a state seat. But the changes in the way council handles uh, complaints or inquiries with a with a centralised call centre. Are you happy with that arrangement? Yeah, that's um, that is an improvement. I mean, some people like to talk to their local councillor, but having uh, it, it's more accountability. I think you raise your issue, and then someone gets back to you. Um, it's, I think it's uh, working a little bit better. Mm. It's more streamlined. Yep. I think the previous system was um, a little a little haphazard. It kind of depended on who you knew. One of the most asked questions at local government election time, Susan, is are candidates a member of a political party? Are you now or have previously been in a party? Yeah, I'm currently a member of the Labor Party. And you have been for some time? Yeah, I have been, yeah. For so, so that's reasonably yeah, well known in your local area? Yes, yeah. well, it should be. People <laughs> <laughs> would have been seeing me standing on Rosewood Booth quite a few times. <laughs> All right, well, we're getting getting close to Christmas. It'll be here before we know it. And then uh, campaigning will obviously ramp up in earnest. Are yeah. you out on the hustings already? Yeah, I've been visiting some uh, as many community groups as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly at the start, mainly to I just want to listen to people, and and I was sort of forming the view: you know, what can I do 
for people in this group and oh, what can I do for people in this area and what would they have me do? So it was more listening and, and finding out. Um, it's also you know, making sure that I, I had something to offer, basically. Um, so, yeah, and just getting out to as many events as I can. Um, there'll be a, probably a little meet and greet type event fairly soon just to introduce me, but um, this podcast is is brilliant. It is one way to introduce you. That is correct. Yeah. It <laughs> so, is, it's a great podcast. I hope um, everyone listens. It's it's a good way to find out about things happening in Ipswich. Well, on that very positive note, Susan Dunn, we'll leave it there. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, and we'll keep an eye on your progress towards March 2024. Thank you, Alan. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.